everyone. My name is Bill McGinney, and I'm a light pollution awareness advocate based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is the show where I bring you up to speed with light pollution news happening around the United States and beyond. If you're new to the term light pollution, welcome. Light pollution isn't a new term, although it has undergone some updates over the years. Initially, light pollution was fettered about by astronomers who first raised the alert to our disappearing nighttime. Back then, the term meant little more than irresponsible use of light that ended up muddying the sky darkness. Now, light pollution is largely regarded not just as societal blight, but also as a source of wide-reaching ecological disturbance and as a potential variable which impacts the likelihood of individuals succumbing to cancer. While early on, astronomers may have used the term pollution loosely, new facts seem to banter about all the time regarding the true impact of excessive light at night. Light pollution now firmly falls in line with every other pollution, just as impactful as air, water, and land pollution. I challenge anyone listening to find a place that is truly without light in their community. A place that isn't hidden under the canopy of trees or the darkness of a closed-off room. Light is so pervasive that it's not uncommon for urbanites to feel a sense of fear even when there is light, albeit at a much lower level. This podcast isn't going to be answering the whys of light pollution. There's actually a very good podcast for that already called Restoring Darkness. I recommend you take a listen and learn more about this issue. At the end of the day, I'm doing this because I love night, the endangered half of our day. Despite what your feelings may tell you, the reality is the night isn't any more scary or dangerous than the daytime. Places with high daytime violence have equally high nighttime violence. Burglars aren't deterred by lights, they're incentivized by opportunity. It's why most break-ins in residential buildings happen during the day, and most break-ins for businesses happen at night. Also, it's why cars sitting under a street light are more at risk to having their windows smashed should the owners leave something visible in the seat. Light pollution is the simplest of all pollutions to fix. Simply aim your lights down to the ground. Only use your lights when it's needed. If you're afraid of the dark or feel vulnerable at night, a motion sensor will do more than a steady floodlight ever will. And finally, use just enough lighting. A modest amount of lighting, especially when using new LED lights, goes a long way to improve visual acuity. Lastly, you may be familiar with the term dark skies. The term dark unfortunately evokes fear in our society. The phrase dark is always used to describe evil. Take, for instance, the often used combination of dark and scary. The phrase goes much further. Say, into the darkness, which colloquially translates to a negative state of one's minds or activities. In this podcast, I attempt to extricate the use of the word dark from our conversations. I believe it does more to hinder light pollution mitigation than it does to improve it. It's unfortunate that the largest light pollution mitigation force is called the International Dark Sky Association. Due to the societal overtones with the word dark, I will hesitate to use in conversation on this show. Rather, in place, I prefer to use the term starry skies. Starry skies evokes a positive vision for what we are truly aiming to achieve. Protection and recognition of the second half of the day. Night. Thank you for joining me on this first episode of the Light Pollution News Podcast. I look forward to engaging and hearing from you. So please reach out to bill at lightpollutionnews.com or check out our subreddit, Light Pollution News. Thank you.